I want to praise the Lord tonight for um, people ready to volunteer. We got we got we we got a new video person in the training up top, Sister Margie. Amen. Is learning how to operate the Apple computer. Praise the Lord. Amen. And uh, we thank her so very much for um, stepping up to the plate because that is one area that we are very short in um, with uh, what all we have going on up there. And um, uh, I am believing the Lord that in the very near future we will be able to change our system to where I can operate that sound down here on my iPad uh, like so many churches are doing now anyway. And um, it will come in handy when we are, are, are short-handed especially. But we're thanking the Lord tonight for His love and His grace. Amen. And His favor. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, and um, thankful for you being here this evening. We are going to get into um, uh, the Word of God uh, uh, tonight. And we just got uh, for an open scripture, a very short passage of scripture. We've been talking and preaching on Sunday about our relationship with God. And uh, we're talking about loving the Lord thy God with all the heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. And um, this scripture here is going to blend in with that because it tells us something that Jesus wants us to do um, if, we, um, if we love him. Amen. So we're going to be going to John chapter 14. And we're going to read the 15th verse for our opening text. John 14, verse 15. These are the words of Jesus. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. So if we love the Lord more than anything, thank you. If we really truly love him, we demonstrate that by keeping his commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Lord, as we come tonight, we thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being in your house again. Thank you, God, for those that are here tonight. We pray for those that are not here. Bless this message. Touch me, Lord. Enable me, God, to minister your word according to what you would have us to have tonight. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. I want to speak tonight about four things which matter to God. This is going to be very simple, uh, and it's something I feel like that we all can grasp and get a hold of. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, what is important to the Lord? What matters to God? 
Um, if it matters to God, it should matter to us. Hallelujah. If God thinks it's important, then we ought to think it's important. Hallelujah. And, and as I said this morning, I want to live my life pleasing to the Lord. I want to live my life to where I, he will accept me. Hallelujah. I want him to be able to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So we should be concerned with things that matter to God. Now, most obviously, um, this could go a lot longer than just um, four areas, but as I study the Scriptures and the heart of the Lord, I see these four things that uh, stand out over many other things that we find that, that matter to God out of the gospel. So we're going to take these one at a time and just talk about them briefly. And um, hopefully we can pray for God to give us strength and help us with these four areas because these are things that really matter to God. And if they matter to God, they ought to matter um, to us. Number one, the first thing we're going to talk about tonight that matters to God is forgiveness. Amen. Forgiveness. Now, I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about his forgiveness to us here, but I'm talking about our forgiveness to others. And we're going to go to the book of Luke, the 17th chapter. I'm going to read the third and fourth word, verse, verses. Jesus said, Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, Rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. Amen. If your brother, let's go on, and if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Hallelujah. Look at that. Thou shalt, you remember those thou shalts in the Ten Commandments? Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He's saying here, thou shalt forgive him. <coughs> Forgiveness. It matters to God whether or not we forgive one another. And he's talking about our brothers and sisters in Christ. Because he uses that phrase, my brother. <clears throat> There's another place in the gospel that's similar to this where they come to the Lord and say, how many times shall I forgive? Seven times? He said, I don't say to you seven times, but seven what? Hallelujah. 
And don't be counting that up. 490. And don't say, uh-oh, there's 491. You, you're, like, you're out. But he said, take heed to yourselves. And if your brother trespass against him, rebuke him. Now see, God don't ask us to do nothing that's uh, not reasonable. Hallelujah. Now if somebody does you wrong, you can go to them and tell them about it. Talk to them about it. Not to, I'm not talking about talking to somebody else. Come on, I'm talking about talking to them. Now, if you're in a business deal with somebody, and they, they mess you up financially, you've got to forgive them, but you don't have to go in business with them no more. Amen. The Lord says, present yourself a living sacrifice, Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. God don't ask us to do nothing out of reason. But if he trespasses against you seven times in a day, <coughs> and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. I'm afraid there's a lot of people today don't understand the seriousness of this and thus being able to forgive. Because I know I stand in need of forgiveness. Hallelujah. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up. I'm 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 gonna miss God somewhere along the way. There's gonna be a time again in the future where I'm gonna have to say, Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. But then I don't want it being held over my head. The Lord said, well, wait a minute. So-and-so came to you and you didn't give him forgiveness. Because the Bible says if we don't forgive our brother their trespasses, neither would God forgive us. So I would say this matters to God quite a bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Forgiveness matters to God, because God is a forgiving God. <clears throat> and because he's a forgiving God, he is telling us, if you're going to be my people, you're going to have to be forgiving people. Hallelujah. You are going to have to turn the other cheek. We've got so much to grow in. Amen. As we develop and go into maturity of the Lord. But forgiveness is one area that we can't slack up on because it matters to God. The second thing, and is giving when you don't have it. Do you realize how important that is to God? There is a, a story that took place while Jesus was on the earth. And Jesus took notice of this. He went to the temple one time, and while he was there, something caught his eye. 
In the book of Luke, chapter 21, we're going to read the first four verses. <clears throat> and he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these out of their abundance have put in the offerings for God. But she, out of her poverty, put in all the livelihood that she had. Hallelujah. Now, these rich dudes casting all kinds of money into the treasury. But then Jesus noticed that widow woman. She came. She had two mites. Not very much whatsoever. It wasn't going to. Um, it wasn't going to pay the expenses of the temple by no means. But yet, she had a love for God in her heart. And Jesus saw that. These other guys was putting in all that money, and more like a lot of them was just doing it for show. Amen. Look here how much I'm giving. Look here what I'm doing. I want to tell you something tonight, church. God don't expect you to do what you can't. Just do what you can. Hallelujah. That's, what all, that's the only thing God expects of us. And this poor widow woman, that's everything she had. But she gave it all to God. Uh, sometimes we have to be willing to trust God when God speaks to us to give and we really don't have it to give. Hallelujah. Because God, that, that matters to God. It matters so much to God because He is a giving God. Can you say amen? For God so loved the world that He what? He gave. So, this little widow woman didn't realize that she had no clue at all, but her giving went down in history, Brother Paul, and she has forever been remembered in the Bible, amen, as somebody who did something very special, even though it didn't amount to a whole lot. There's an old hymn that I, uh, uh, that I really like, it says, little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown, and God will give it if you go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So this thing matters to God. Now, I'm going, to, I'm going on. The third thing I want to talk about is consistency in spiritual matters. Do you know, this is something I got from Brother Billy Shoulders many years ago. I, it, caught, it caught my attention that he used this word much, much of the time as he ministered. Consistency. And consistency in what we do for God matters to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can do some good things 
But if we're we're on again and off again and not consistent in what we do, it don't amount to much. Hallelujah. God wants us to be consistent in spiritual matters. I'm going to show you how it moved God and one man was blessed beyond belief. The book of Acts chapter 10, verses 1 and 4. Now, you don't hear this story told much, but I come through Pentecost years ago when this message was preached, you know, two or three times a month. Let's read a little bit of it. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment. Praise the Lord. A devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your alms have come up as a memorial before God. How many remembers the story, Cornelius? What was different about Cornelius than anybody else at the time? He was Gentile. Cornelius did not have salvation. He did not have the same hope that everybody else did. But yet, there was something in him that was a desire. And he began to give alms. And not only did he do that, he prayed. And Brother Paul, he was consistent in this. A lot of people say, why are you doing that? Would probably say, why are you doing that, Cornelius? You're not getting nothing from it. You're not gaining anything. You're a Gentile. Salvation is only for the Jews. But yet, day in, day out. Consistency, week in, week out. (coughs) Month and years. Cornelius was consistent and these spiritual matters, consistent in his giving, consistent in his praying, till the day came where God knew it was time to open up the doors beyond the Jews so you and I could have a chance of salvation. And God chose Cornelius because his consistency became as a memorial for God. He looked down. He saw he was devout. He lived as good as he possibly could. He, did, he went as far as he could possibly go. And God chose him when it was time. And he spoke to him. Consistency 
on spiritual matters matters to God. And so everybody knows the story. You got the, got the apostle there. He had people gathered in his home. And as Apostle Peter was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them. It was all filled with the Holy Ghost. Baptized. Salvation was open to the Gentiles. And it came through Cornelius because he was consistent in what he did. Can I submit to you tonight that it matters to God whether or not you're consistent? Do you pray every, every day? Or is it a lick and a miss? Or hit and a miss, whatever how you say that. Hallelujah. Whatever you do for God, you need to be consistent in. Hallelujah. You need to be consistent in how you serve God in service. Because when time comes, God wants to, to bless somebody and use somebody, he's going to check out those that's been consistent in what they're doing for God. Hallelujah. Consistency. Then the fourth one and the final one that we're going to talk about tonight, that things that matter to God, is humility. Humility. Lord of mercy. How many times have I sat in the house of God and I heard people just trying to toot their own horn? Come on, somebody. Amen. God loves humility. After all, the Bible teaches us that God, that Jesus Christ humbled himself and became obedient he humbled himself even to the point of death. Matthew chapter 23. This is going to be the last scriptures that we're going to. And we're going to read verses 11 and 12. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever shall exalt himself. Now let's look at this closely. Whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want God being the one to lift me up. I don't need to be taking my time trying to lift my own self up and try to magnify myself. I need to be trying to magnify God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. Too many people try to take the glory that belongs to God. And when the Lord looks down and he sees that, it comes from pride. So God resists the proud, the Bible says. He resists the proud, and he, he, he is drawn to those of a meek and contrite spirit. Being humble matters to God. You might be one of the best at whatever it is that you do, what your gift is, what your, your calling is. But always be humble. Amen. Show humility. Don't try to rise high up on your brothers and sisters because there's no such thing as a big eye and a, 
little you in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We need to have humility to humble ourselves. Amen. Seek the face of God. Praise the Lord. And God will bless us. He will lift you up in due time if you allow him to do so. But if you fail and you try to exalt yourself, he's going to bring you down. He's going to bring you down. He's going to pull the rug right out from under you. So, four things that matter to God. Forgiveness. Give him when you don't have it. Consistency in spiritual matters. And humility. When we begin to work on these things and they begin to grow in our lives, then God is going to bless us. He's going to use us when he needs someone to do something. God, help me to do things that matter to you. Let's stand together.